Do you want to hear about how we're getting on with the Easy Treesy project, planting one million trees with Ireland's one million school children and their communities and how you can help? Have a listen to our Easy Treesy story. Search for the Easy Treesy story wherever you get your podcasts. The Easy Treasy Story. Welcome to the story of Easy Treasy, how we're planting one million trees with Ireland's one million schoolchildren and their communities. I'm Orla Farrell, and as a school teacher, I became really interested in tree planting to tackle global warming. As part of the World Trillion Tree Campaign, our aim is to bring down the planet's temperature by one degree before 2030 to buy 17 years' time to work on lasting decarbonising solutions during this UN decade on ecosystem restoration. The new way, good trees or bad trees. I want help to meet hostile questions with a simple message. So, you're planting trees. A frown, a pause, then a deep breath. Kind of trees. This said always in a dark tone with a guarded and suspicious look. Everyone wants to know if the Easy Treesy Crown Trees for Ireland project is planting good trees or bad forest or foreign trees. Most of the people I meet who plant trees seem to be under suspicion of being a friend of bad trees. Our fellow planties in the global project find the question puzzling. It appears peculiar to Ireland. Within a few short weeks of joining us, our environmental intern, A.B. from Pakistan, was already rather exasperated from people asking him the same thing, the perennial hostile question, as quoted above. We wondered could a united response from tree lovers be developed, one that could be distilled and presented on a T-shirt. When we say we plant mostly native trees, there is usually this sigh of relief. Oh, well, I was so afraid you would be planting some of those non-native trees, like those evergreens, those commercial trees that are so awful. Of the 100,000 plus trees we have planted with children all over the country, now in spring-summer 2020, we have in fact planted evergreens, predominantly native Irish holly, Scots pine and yew, though only one was a spruce, a permanent Christmas tree, planted at Grange in Cooley, County Louth. It is not on the Irish native list, but it is a lovely tree for the purpose. David Attenborough, who supported our Science Week planting initiative, has commented that both recreational and commercial planting are needed to capture carbon. Since Easy Treesy Crown is planting on public lands, our saplings are educating children, 
storing carbon, beautifying parks, streets and hospitals and are not a commercial venture. We just don't like feeling under attack for liking trees that are not on the current native list. We have planted fig, plum and heritage apple trees at Dublin City Farm, none of which is native. And we empathise with other tree planters, whether they are public, commercial or private. Irish people are not native to this land. Most of our agricultural produce, including potatoes, isn't native. An apple tree is not native, though a crab apple is. Nor is a beech tree, a maple, a horse chestnut tree. Nor is lime or sycamore beloved by bees. As everywhere, nature abhors a vacuum. In geological time frames, what is native today was not yesterday and will not be tomorrow. So our challenge is, in what way can we get across to people that a non-native tree is still, unless it's invasive, a grand tree? I asked my daughter Aoife, our family engineer, who runs a business service, we make everything simple.com how she might respond to this question Eva suggested a response like this so for a while there was a strong native good non native bad mantra in vogue people realized that not all trees work in all environments and they wanted an easy way to understand the problem Somehow, native versus non-native became the single answer. This oversimplification needs refinement to capture the complexity of evolution. That easy-to-follow motto was something I latched onto too. We even made a series of videos to teach people about native Irish trees specifically, When we first started planting trees with kids, we knew it was very important that our trees would thrive. For this reason, we always plant under the supervision of a forester, arborist or horticulturalist. To find the best tree, experts understand a whole range of criteria and how they interact. Things like what other species are in the area. What is the topography like? What about the soil? Is the area likely to flood? Is it near a river? Is it hit by a sea breeze? How much space is available? These kinds of questions determine whether or not a particular species will survive, whether it will be resilient against disease whether it will be compatible with other vegetation and wildlife in the area, what its long-term impact will be, and importantly for us, whether it will do a great job at sequestering carbon. We have learned from the experts that oftentimes when you weigh all those factors up, the trees that will contribute most may not always be native ones. 
As our understanding developed, we moved away from the old native good, others bad mantra and replaced it with one the scientists and experts could get behind. Right tree, right place. This is the hot goss. It's so important to get advice from a professional, someone who can interpret the complex interplay of environmental factors in the area and calculate the best option. Most times that's a native species, sometimes it's not. Another factor that has influenced our shift from native good, non-native bad, is an increased understanding of the importance of diversity. We've learned from experience that if we limit ourselves to native trees only, we run a high risk of wipeout as their genetic variation can be very narrow. So where are we now on the good trees versus bad trees challenge? It makes sense to consider certain additional trees attuned to our changing Irish wildlife and climate. Since focus is now on carbon sequestration and avoiding outbreaks of disease in woodlands, the best solution for climate resilience is to include variety, as long as the species are non-invasive. Furthermore, climate changes mean that homes for species of bird and other wildlife are no longer suitable for them due to disease, droughts, heat waves, and other weather events. These species can find refuge in more varied habitats. I'm looking at pictures in this story of birds need a variety of tree species to thrive. And there's one example of a beautiful bird habitat in the snow. And caption, no questions asked. Orla Farrell has plenty of support in planting a tree on International Women's Day And there's a nice picture of a big group of us, including Francis Fitzgerald, MEP, uh, planting in St. Stephen's Green. Thanks to all those tree planters. As a final thought, I have always loved the comment by Sir Ranulph Fiennes, so much, in fact, that we put it in a school song once. No such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate clothes. Perhaps we could boil our answers down to no such thing as bad trees, only inappropriate planting. Though that is a double negative. We need it a little simpler. I ran it by Joe Barry, one of our crown tree experts. We like all trees and all trees have their place, he comments. Thousands of native broadleaves have been planted by well-meaning individuals on sites that were totally unsuitable and the results can be seen all over Ireland in stunted and diseased woods. So how do you, dear reader, think we can respond best with the inside scoop to this daily question? Please send us a tree mail at orla at easytreasy.com. Stay well. To plant or sponsor trees with us, go to easytreasy.com E-A-S-Y-T-R-E-E-S-I-E and to listen to more of our story, search for Easy Treasy. Let's plant for the planet. Stop talking, start planting. <laughs>